All I ever wanted was to have him keep watching over me. I wanted him to see me become Hokage. The relationship that Naruto and Jiraiya had was quite a special one. When we take into account that Naruto has spent his entire life without a father, when Jiraiya the Gallant entered Naruto's life, he alongside the third Hokage, Kakashi, and Iruka all played father figure type roles towards Naruto. I would personally consider Iruka and Kakashi as older brothers, but the impact that Jiraiya would have on Naruto was quite unique, and the one that was in my opinion the most father-like. A relationship that began with Naruto's parents, Jiraiya was a mentor to many people. A mentor to the trio in the reign we know as Konan, Yahiko, and Nagato. As well as mentor to Minato and Kushina, Naruto's parents. Jiraiya was Naruto's godfather and the one who would give Naruto his name. As Jiraiya and Naruto's relationship would begin in the leaf, he would spend two and a half years training the young shinobi, thus furthering their relationship. During this time, we would learn that the two are more connected than we would have thought, as Jiraiya mentored his father, and that Naruto and Jiraiya alike shared a unique relationship with the third Hokage, as he mentored the both of them. Naruto and Jiraiya were much alike in their purity and outlook on the world. Naruto and Jiraiya are playful, light-hearted, but could get very serious when the time asked for it. Unlike Naruto, Jiraiya was a troublemaker in his youth. Most of all, Naruto and Jiraiya share a very similar pillar of motivation. They both believe in saving those around them and never giving up. With these similarities, it's easy to see why Jiraiya would take a liking to Naruto and how they mesh together. On top of that, Jiraiya knew that he was Minato's son and he would later appoint Naruto as the chosen one, and so he would put all his time and his effort into making sure that his mind and his ability could stop wars if he needed to. Moving on, Jiraiya took it upon himself, as he usually would, due to his specialty in stealth and gathering intel, to go to the village hidden in the rain to gather information on Pain, leader of the Akatsuki. Once he realized that Pain was in fact his former student, Nagato, he decides to engage him in battle and to end the threat of pain before he and the Akatsuki can destroy other nations. While he put up a good fight, the six paths of pain would eventually overwhelm the Sanin. As he started fading, his mind would begin to think of his student Naruto and their philosophy of never giving up. With this resolve flowing through him, Jiraiya willed his heart to beat again. In order to send Naruto very valuable information, about pain, and in his final moments he would express the amount of love that he had for his student, that now became like his son. Jiraiya entrusted the weight of the world to Naruto. The trust that he placed in Naruto was immeasurable. He truly believed that Naruto was the prophesied pupil, and that alone willed himself to give Naruto a key in defeating pain. To be gallant means to be heroic or to be brave. There is a reason why he is called Jiraiya the Gallant, and that is because he heroically sacrificed his body and his life for the people he cared about in the leaf, Tsunade, Kakashi, and of course, Naruto. 
Emotionally, Jiraiya's death was a death that hit everyone watching the show. Jiraiya had a unique presence about him. In the Naruto world riddled with snakes, filled with evil, and surrounded by death, Jiraiya was a beacon of light and a character that brought a positive nature along with him. So when he died, it was like the Naruto world got darker. When Naruto finds out about Jiraiya's death, he quickly responds with anger, as he berated Tsunade for her decisions. This is a Naruto who is hurting, and those around him were not used to him being so brash and upset. But it is understood that he is again in pain and blinded by anger. He needs time to grieve. The most heartbreaking thing about Naruto's reaction to Jiraiya's death was the slow realization that Jiraiya is indeed dead. And as they show all the memories they had together, it really sinks in that they spent two and a half years together, with no one else but the two of them. And so when he is shown sitting alone on that bench, we see Naruto holding a popsicle, a symbol that represents the bond that he and Jiraiya had. And that really allows for the truth of the matter at hand to settle. He and Jiraiya used to share popsicles after training, like they did in one of their last moments together. And now, once again, Naruto is alone. No Sasuke, no Kakashi, no Sakura. And Jiraiya is dead. Because of the relationship that he and Jiraiya had, this was a different feeling for him. Naruto states that he wanted nothing more for Jiraiya to see him at his very best and at his peak, to see him become Hokage. And instead, he felt like all of the times that Naruto and Jiraiya were together, he only saw Naruto's faults. We all know Naruto to be the fun-loving knucklehead ninja, who even at his lowest moments can manage a smile. But when the shot focuses on Naruto with tears streaming down his face, it's so foreign to us. It was a Naruto who was trying so hard to hold everything together, to hold everything in, just like Jiraiya would have liked him to. And he tried until he couldn't. This was a Naruto who was truly broken, which illustrates the impact Jiraiya had on Naruto's life. Iruka's words and his actions are perfect for the grieving Naruto. He tells Naruto that Jiraiya was always proud of him and always spoke highly of him. He also breaks the half of Naruto's popsicle, which can be looked at in many different ways. I see it as Iruka stating that Jiraiya may be gone, but his half of the popsicle is replaced by the love of those around him, like Iruka himself, and also represents that he now has to live up to Jiraiya the Gallant's expectations, as Naruto is the last student of the legendary Sani. This also alludes to Jiraiya, when he gave half of his popsicle to Naruto, and Iruka demonstrates the same, again showing off that same love and that same care. This was followed by Kakashi, who later instructs Shikamaru to look after Naruto, a person who understands his pain. And the last words of Jiraiya before his death were the following. <laughs>
These words represent that he intended for Naruto to be everything that he wasn't, and to do everything that he couldn't do, to save Sasuke, to save the leaf, and become Hokage. His belief in Naruto was something that even in his death was unwavering. And although sad that he wasn't able to see it, Naruto would make it up to his teacher by defeating pain and bringing peace to the village, and becoming Hokage, truly honoring Jiraiya's wishes. A shinobi's life is one riddled with death and sacrifice. So as Jiraiya said, a shinobi's life is not measured by the way they live, but what they did before their death that proves their worth. And Jiraiya's dying resolve was worth it. When we first meet Jiraiya, we don't think that he would have such an impact that he would have not only on Naruto, but on the show. He says that his life was full of failures. He failed to protect Minato, his student, failed to protect the third Hokage, his mentor, and he wasn't able to save Orochimaru from the darkness. And Tsunade would reject him every single time. However, before his death, he did lead a revolution like the Toad Sage foretold. Jiraiya was truly the gallant. He died sacrificing himself to protect the leaf, to protect Tsunade, and to make way for the one-man revolution, his beloved pupil and child of prophecy, Naruto. It's finished. I guess this is the end of the tale of Jiraiya the Gallant. You stupid fool. 